At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Burrow, looking deep for Chase, and Chase makes the adjustment. And Chase will walk in for his second touchdown of the season, 42 yards. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We have five more NFL games to go through for week number three, including Jamar Chase and the Bengals. But first, Aaron Hawksworth's got to take us off the board. It's time for Aaron Hawksworth to take us off the board on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. All right, folks, the NFL is planning to alter its playoff schedule. Listen to this. Wild Card Weekend is likely to have two Saturday games, three Sunday games, and wait for it, a Monday night game. Do we love this? Do we hate it? I think I'm excited for it. Why not spread the love to Monday night as well? Yeah, as a fan, I mean, I, I, and for us, like it's, it's awesome, right? Like we get to talk about an, a, a game on Monday night, and it just extends Wild Card Weekend, which is a great weekend. But I do think it's it's com- competitively, it's not great for the NFL, like for the team that plays Monday night for the winner. So Warren Sharp had this yesterday. I, I thought it was interesting. Since 2002, here are the against the spread um, records of Sunday winners of Wild Card Weekend, right? Because the Sunday winner could play on a short week the next week could be saturday could be sunday but the sunday winner uh by day of their next game so if the sunday winner on wildcard weekend played the next sunday full rest they were 19 7 and 1 73 percent against the spread going wildcard to the divisional round if you play on sunday saturday so if you played on sunday you go saturday so no matter what the the monday night winner is going to play on short rest it's because it kind of applies this way it goes down to six and six, 50% against the spread. 73 to 50 since 2002. Wildcard winner, short week. My first reaction is I question that because I think the better teams play on Sunday. So they're naturally going to have a better record, right? Isn't that usually how it works out? So, yeah, I, 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 my gut tells me that first game of the first Saturday of Wildcard Week, and they put the dud game. Right. Okay. Right. So that that's a fair point that maybe it, it's a little bit biased towards. And maybe I'm TV. wrong. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But I, I wonder if there is some context there. 
Yeah, but it is also but a yeah. short week. Like, but it makes you play sense. Monday night's a short week. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's fun it, though. You can't go Monday it. to Saturday. I wouldn't mind it. Uh, did we like? Did we like the the change with the triple header for both days? I mean, that was pretty phenomenal too. It was. Here's my only problem though. Are they giving this yeah. thing to ESPN? Because I'm not. I'm not listening to Greasy and and Riddick on on a playoff game. Uh, you're you're getting Monday a Manning broadcast for the playoffs. All right, I'll right. <laughs> yeah. watch it then. Yeah. I mean, you would think ESPN's going to want it, right? It's Monday Night Football. How could they not take that game? And give them a playoff game. All right, so we have a short week wild card, but that'll be fun. Monday Night Football in the playoffs. I don't know if either of these teams are going to be there in the playoffs this year, but we do get an interesting game this weekend. The Bengals at the Steelers. And this number has been moving all week. What's the latest number? Because this was at one point four and a half, and then this moved down. I saw it last night at Bengals getting three. Steelers three-point favorite at home in Pittsburgh. Um Joe, I know you've been on Pittsburgh this week. I mean, here's one for you. Joe Burrow has been sacked a lot, nine times already. Cincinnati high, allowed the sixth highest pressure rate so far this season, and we know the Steelers get after every quarterback. That That's where I, That's why I like Pittsburgh in this game, in an ugly game. And we, we're looking at Ben compromised with the peck injury? Yeah, I don't know. I lean Pittsburgh. That's where the public is right now. A lot of yeah. books reporting around that that eighty percent mark. I just look at uh, the Steelers, and it feels like it's cheap. I don't ever remember the Steelers only being three point favorites against the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bengals are not coming off a great performance. Burrow with a ton of turnovers last week in Chicago, uh, but they can't move the ball. I mean, I'm I've been fading the Steelers a whole bunch, uh, and they were so bad last week against the Raiders. They were, you should have smoked Vegas. I don't care who got injured on defense during that game. They should have smoked them. But uh, with, what I do feel better about on the Pittsburgh side is Watt, good to go. Hayden, mm-hmm. good to go. Uh, the question is the health of Ben. I mean, Ben's bad healthy right now, but how is he hobbled? So that's a big question mark. I, I lean Pittsburgh, but I f- it feels kind of gross. It feels like a gross game. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. feels like a low-scoring, ugly game. I'll, I'll say it this way. If the Bengals somehow could keep Joe Burrow upright, they could certainly win this game. I mean, they have they have the better quarterback. And anytime I'm getting, I'm getting points with the better quarterback, and I know Burrow's kind of up and down still at this point of his career, but I have to consider it. So I would lean Steelers. I won't play this game. I, what do you I think the look-ahead was? Steelers four, four and a half? Seven. Seven. Before the Raiders, wow. before the Raiders game, yeah. Wow. So, well, it was it was the Steelers coming off the win in Buffalo, so that and, that kind of adds to it. Been healthy, yeah. Right, boy, that's a big. That, is that the big? That's got to be one of the biggest shifts. Maybe the Broncos Jets was a big shift, but this has to be one of the biggest shifts of the week. All right, let's move to a game that we're all going to be watching, whether you're watching in the red zone or you're watching it just straight up. Um, I imagine this is the Buck Aikman game on uh, on Sunday afternoon. I hope oh, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, they got to be out there in Los Angeles. The Bucks and the Rams. I can't wait for this game. I, Aaron, you and I, I believe, have been on the same side of this. I, we think the Rams are going to win the game. I, I think the Rams are going to win this game. Tampa's banged up in the secondary. And I, there's a great chemistry right now between Matt Stafford and, uh, and Cooper Cup. And I think if Stafford can have time, he's going to hit him down the field. I, I, I think the Rams are beating the Bucks, Aaron. I agree. I think Tom Brady looks as good as ever, despite being 44 years old. He has nine touchdown passes in two games, but he faced Atlanta and Dallas. I think the Rams defense with Aaron Donald, I almost said Darnold. (laughs) 
We have Darnold on the line today. And then, okay, so how confusing is that? So you got Aaron Donald, and we were watching Sam Darnold last night, and then you had tight end Dan Arnold. <laughs> Who's kind of like the child between the two of them? Like he's like the right. kid, Dan Arnold. Yeah, it's a baby. Also, I think the, Aaron the... Donald will get pressure, not Sam Darnold. Not that I was gonna say that, but I got a little tongue twister. Um, the Rams' pass coverage in the secondary pretty legit. So if the Bucks have any weakness, it's their secondary. Tampa Bay has allowed 342 yards per game through the air to rank 30th in the league. Sean McVay is gonna be all over that. I think he's gonna exploit that. And Matthew Stafford's going to have some success in the passing game. So I like the Rams. I love that so many people have strong takes on this game. I'm not one of them. Um, do they both have great offenses? Yep. They both have great defenses. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks we thought was a little better. We'll see how they play this week. I don't know that the defenses are going to matter when we're talking about two supreme offenses, certainly uh, top five. Do they both have great teams uh i hesitate on great a little bit with the rams but they're really good they're both top five teams so yeah, but it's fascinating because people have such strong opinions that the favorite flipped this week at one point it was minus two in favor of the rams now it's minus one and a half in favor of the bucks the uh, total has been sitting in the mid 50s uh what i find most fascinating about this matchup is jalen ramsey what are they going to do with this guy is he going to play one side of the field is he going to move around is he going to shadow anyone um, I, I, Ian Harditz over at Pro Football Focus wrote up that Ramsey shadowed three different times last year, and he was successful uh, against Evans last year, shadowed him, five grabs, 49 yards, one touchdown. Against Devontae Adams, the Packers, he held him to 66 yards, but a touchdown. And he has shadowed DK Metcalf three times. Uh, one time Metcalf got the best of him with 96 yards, the other two, 28 and 59 so that's what i find most interesting how the rams are going to deploy ramsey keep an eye on the jason pierre paul injury he's banged up report yesterday he might not go in this game no pierre paul i know joe Tryon, the rookies uh, showed a lot and he could probably fill in and be okay but you know th that's a big loss if, if the bucks are without pierre paul it is a significant loss in this game i like the rams i, I just think mcveigh will have enough things cooked up for stafford and his arm to take advantage of the secondary issues that the Bucks have right now. All right, let's go to a game that will probably be the early window, most exciting game. Are we going to have Romo in this game? I'd imagine. Like, does CBS just send Nance and Romo to wherever Mahomes is? Is that what we're doing? I hope. Mm. Chargers Chiefs. Is that a Romo Nance game? I would guess. Yeah, I would I'll, guess. I hope it is, uh, and it, it's a great spot. So the Chargers in Kansas City. As this number stayed at six and a half, I haven't seen much at all movement all week. Yeah. This, yeah. this has kind of stayed right there. Start of the week, I love this. But we were getting seven. And it's been six and a half for days. And it doesn't seem like it's, it's uh, going to budge here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Public more, more so on the Chiefs, but the Chargers are getting plenty of support. I'm sure part of the reason is because Herbert did a nice job last year against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs has not been covering the spread. Two and 11 in the last 13, 13 games ATS. Here's what uh, what I'm paying attention to right now. This Chargers injury report. Bosa did not practice yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Derwin James did not practice. I mean, Derwin James is a guy that's dealing with stuff every year. Oh, I wish you can get a full season out of the guy, but you can't. Remember um, Bob Sanders? Remember Bob Sanders back in the day? Colts. Terrific player. Yeah. Couldn't stay healthy. Same position, too. Uh, if healthy, I really want to see this Kelsey versus Derwin James matchup. Can't wait for the game as well. But sitting here on Friday at six and a half, I don't think I can take the Chargers. There are too many, uh, too many other appealing options this week. I do like the Chargers here. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, it's a long track record now where Kansas City just doesn't cover. Here's here's how the game and when the game will be decided. It's the red zone. So the Chiefs right now allow everyone to get in the red zone, and right now they're allowing teams to get in the end zone when they get in the red zone. The Chargers have had no trouble. I think the Chargers have 10 red zone trips in two games. You know how many touchdowns they've come away with? One. They're not getting in the end zone. I mean, they're just not getting in the end zone. Uh, excuse me, three. They have three at, three of 10. They've scored three of 10 touchdowns in the red zone. But that's that's 30%. That's pretty terrible. That This is where the game will be decided. This is where the cover will be decided. Here's a question I have. With Staley, I mean, we know Anthony Lynn screwed things up. When they're in the red zone on Sunday, is Brandon Staley going for it on fourth down when they inevitably struggle and try yes. to get in the end zone? He has yes. to, right? Touchdown game. It's always a touchdown game against yes. the Chiefs. Well, that's that's it then, right? If they convert those fourth downs in the red zone, I think they're going to cover. They, they're going to be right in this game. And if the Chiefs could stop them, well, then that's where the cover goes away. But I, I can't wait for this game. Um, I like the Chargers to cover. Aaron, what do you think? I think the Chargers are going to be tough to beat um one and one on the season and they are entering a very tough stretch of games that could make or break their season the bolts are on the road against the chiefs then they take on the raiders browns ravens and patriots so it's going to be super important to them to win this game um i think it's going to be tough and then what we've been saying all week long the chiefs just don't cover one 11 and one against the spread in their last 13 games Yes. All right, let's jump to the Jets-Broncos. If we have time, we'll come back to Eagles-Cowboys. That's the Monday night game. But Jets-Broncos, this is one that will be a survivor play for a lot of people that didn't put a survivor on last night. I know a lot of people did. I know in your pool, Joe, I know we had the Panthers, so we're clear on the show. But if you didn't put the Panthers in last night, the Broncos might be the play. I understand it. They've been great the first two weeks. Teddy Bridgewater has been incredible the first two weeks of the season. And now you get the Jets coming in who have not been able to protect their quarterback. And it just feels like the Jets have so many issues in this game. But doesn't this number feel so big? I mean, it's just... As it is. Such a, it is. I mean, he, and I know Teddy Bridgewater, what, he's 38-14 and 14 against the spread as a starter, which is incredible. But I don't know. The number just feels heavy. 
Uh, it was knocked down a little bit. It was 11 and a half earlier in the week. Now we're down to 10 and a half. And you're right. I mean, everyone's down on Zach Wilson. The guy can't play. Four interceptions in his first 10 pass attempts against the Patriots. The Jets don't have an offensive line with Becton down. I mean, right. it's it's been brutal. It's it's hard to make the case for that team. And now we've got the Denver Broncos a mile high where they've always played great in September. They have a great ATS record in September as well. And uh, they're probably going to start the season 3-0. and I'm rooting for some chaos because I'm not using the Broncos in any of my survivor picks. That's the team that has a high, they're, they're a big favorite, and I've just decided to avoid uh, hoping that, that that can help. But nah, I'm not holding out a lot of hope. Bridgewater's been great. It's been terrific. Uh, I can't really knock on the Broncos too much. They've got a couple injuries, you know, like Judy, but it didn't impact them last week. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater right now, number one in EPA, number two in QBR in the National Football League. So they're going to be the most popular survivor play. I'm not interested mm-hmm. in this game. I'm not betting the Jets, and I'm certainly not laying this number. Teddy Bridgewater uh, averaging 296 yards passing a game and two touchdowns per game. The Broncos only have allowed two passing touchdowns so far this season. No team has scored more than 13 points on them this year. Woo! This does good not luck. look good for Zach Wilson, my friend. It friends. doesn't. Good luck. <laughs> and we got the report earlier this week. He's dealing with a groin issue. Now he fa- he practiced. That, uh, you know he's not in danger of missing the game, but he is. And he likes to move. Like you know, some quarterbacks they're not feeling great. Like all right, all right. Well, they can just get through this. He likes to move. He likes the off-platform throws. So this could be a big one. But no Bradley Chubb. The pass rush for the the Broncos might not be what we think it, it should be because they have an injury there. So. If I had to pick this game, I'd pick the Jets with the points. So would I. Yeah, I, I would take it. But I, if you take the Jets? No, I, I don't know. I'm not touching it. Pass. Pass. Yeah, yes, out. Root for chaos. I like it. All right, coming up on the other <laughs> side. Well, we got to get into this. The show contest picks. I'll play devil's advocate. Joe Oof. and Paul will try to finalize their picks. This is always a fun segment. We'll do that coming up next. This is BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.